So Mark, I love to talk to people who have really made a huge success in a short period of time. Yes. And I think we have a good one on the show today. I think so too. I'm excited to hear his story. This guy's like a business badass. <laughs> well, let's jump into that. All right. Atop of the 12th floor of the Remax World Headquarters, you're listening to Start With a Win with CEO Adam Contos. And top of the 12th floor, Remax World Headquarters here in Denver, Colorado. Remax CEO Adam Contos, start with a win. Got producer Mark in the house with me. How you doing, buddy? So good. Awesome. So we, we have a really cool guest on the show today who's who's done some amazing things in the Remax network, in his business, and is, you know, kind of built some structure around it to, to help others. Yeah. Yeah. Shane Torres. So Shane's the, uh, the broker owner with Remax Concepts in Polk City, Iowa. He's the CEO and founder of Road to 20 Million. He's committed to helping others achieve success with his valuable resources for business entrepreneurs and real estate professionals. Welcome to the show, Shane. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Hey, glad to have you on. Uh, so tell us a little, a little bit about yourself. So I'm in Polk City, but we have 14 offices spread out throughout Iowa, and I have three other partners at Concepts. So. Wow. 14? Yep. yep. Dang. Yeah, we're the largest uh, Remax in Central Network. So I love it. So yeah, tell us, tell us about yourself. Tell us about Shane. Like I said, I'm now broker, uh, one of the broker owners at Concepts. Uh, got into a, a real estate in 2009, which, as we all know, was probably the worst time ever to get into real estate. Uh, as the market was going down, um, I was a home builder before that and had to shut that company down when the, the recession hit. Um, from there, uh, got into real estate and worked my way up, started a team. Um, within three years, I went from chapter seven to 20 million in production. And as opportunities continued to present themselves, uh, worked my way up to where I am now. 2009, getting into real estate, kind of what was going on in your head when when you decided to do that? I, I came from a construction background and I'd applied for over 200 plus jobs throughout the Midwest and got denied for a variety of reasons. Either they were cutting back or too, too uh, qualified or whatever. And I'd already started my licensing process and I had nothing else to do. So it's like, why not? You know, it was really a, a turning point for me when I was going through those very early stages and a tough time was my wife. Uh, we were having a chat one night and I would have, I would say it was a low point for me. I asked my wife, wife, if you obtain a goal and then you lose it, did it still count? And she said, what did you lose that mattered? And I thought a lot about that and it kind of changed my whole perspective overnight. And that's when I was like, I got nothing else to do. So why not give it a shot and borrowed a couple grand from my father-in-law to pay for all the upfront fees and just did it. You guys kind of threw caution to the wind and said, we're all in. Yeah. Didn't have any other choice. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. You're, you're in a corner. You got to fight. That's the only way out, right? Yeah. That's basically what happened. I was like I said, chapter seven, I was in foreclosure living off of about $300 a week. And honestly, at one point, um, I made a vow because I grew up this way. But at one point, I had to jump on food assistance for a while just to feed my kids. So Wow. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you're doing well now. How many kids do you have? Three. I have a 15-year-old daughter. And if you've got daughters, you know how that's just a whole nother world in itself right now. I have uh, two of them. <laughs> you're right. So 13-year-old son and a nine-year-old son. Been married for um, let's see, 15, almost 18 years. Wow. Cool. So, Congratulations. 
Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, let's jump into the uh, the coaching aspect here. You've uh, you've been through a lot in your business. You know, seen both ends of the spectrum. Obviously, coached yourself and and talked to others along the way. Uh, why is coaching in the business so important? For me to to a for me to build to whether it be someone around me or you know we've got a mutual coaching friends like Chet Black, just having someone that's of a positive influence that's been through some things that can help guide you when you go through tough times, I think is important. And for me personally, I've gone through a lot in a short period of time. So what I try to do with my coaching, and it starts within our company, I do it with our agents all the time. But beyond that, you know, when I did the book and everything, it was to help people know that they can do it and you don't have to live up to all the stereotypical things that they say you have to have when you get into a business. But beyond that, how to avoid the mistakes that I made and get there quicker, hit that success level quicker. And then from there, my mission, if you will, is to help everyone obtain a uh, what I would call a life balance. And by that, I just mean a good revenue, but yet still a life to enjoy it because real estate will suck the life out of you if you let it. I, I like that. So you, you're talking about both business and life holistically. They, they're all in the same when you're in real estate. It's hard to turn it off. Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, you've got you've to be willing to, to be standing there talking to one of your loved ones and go, hang on, I got a client calling right now. Mm-hmm. Because that client believes that they are, you know, they might have an emergency or, or whatever right. they're calling you about is generally an urgent matter to begin with, right? Um, and and they need your feedback. How do you how do you deal with that? How do you balance? I mean, we all know there's no such thing as life balance, right? Right. Correct. It's it's about dealing with different, you know, aspects of challenges, de- dealing with different things as they show up, and and being able to be present for you know, what you're with. How do you, uh, how do you coach people through that? What, what are some of the aha moments that you've come up with? Well, the big thing is just setting the expectations up front and who you're dealing with, whether it be your significant other or a client, you know, if you, if you're working with a new client and you tell them, you know, is if I'm available, I'll always take the call. But if I'm not, I'll shoot you a message and say, I'll call you back or, you know, leave a voicemail. I will get back to you. That way you're in the moment, whether it be with your client or with your your significant other or your family. And I use the kids a lot as an analogy because at the end of the day, kids aren't going to remember, you know, if you sold a million dollars in real estate, they're going to remember those times you missed their dance recital or their soccer game or things like that. So I think just coaching, if you will, your clients in, in your people around you is just as important um, in setting those expectations. And once, once I started doing that, because I was just as guilty as everybody, I found that at the end of the day, as long as you're open with people, they, they're willing to respect you as a person. When you bow down to people, those people are going to be a disaster to deal with. For those in Win Nation that are taking notes today on this podcast, there's a lot of gold already in this, that balance, that clarity setting expectations and communication, both with the clients and with uh, the people that you spend your time with, you know, your family, uh, friends, things like that. If you got something going on, I mean, that's, that's a big key point there in coaching, um, you know, some, some gold hiding in there. You talk about setting those expectations. Um, and do you, do you think a lot of people avoid doing that up front when they start dealing with a client? They do. I think they avoid it because they're afraid of they might have some sort of pushback and confrontation. But what I've found, especially as I started to grow the team and now the brokerage and have a lot of staff, what I found is people don't 
care, you know, as long as they're getting good service and they're being taken care of and they're being listened to, don't care. They know you have a life and they should respect that. And again, if they don't, those are just people we choose not to work with. Right. And I, I think if you're, if you approach this from a position of kindness, you know, a smile on your face, I care about you and, and the outcomes that we have here, but let's, let's kind of talk through some of the, uh, the things that end up challenging our relationships in the event that we allow them to. Uh, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think people are open to having that conversation up front, but so many people forget to do it. So, so important in that, in that coaching process. What are some of the biggest challenges that, uh, that you see your clients facing in business growth? Uh, I think just in general, a lot of people have a very limited mindset um, as to what they you know, what they can accomplish. I think people can get defeated too easily. There's so much negativity with social media and just media and now, you know, elections. And they let that get into their brain and it starts to affect their day-to-day activities. When I feel if they would just tune these things out and focus on the priorities and the things that just do the action steps that are going to accomplish their goals, they, they would have all the success in the world. But it's, it's a lot of self-doubt. You're totally right. You start kind of worrying yourself in circles and then nothing happens. And then that, that gets contagious. And I don't think anybody wants to really sit down and talk to a, uh, a business professional who is down in the dumps or is kind of a worry wart about what, what they just saw on CNN. So attitude, uh, mindset of abundance uh, instead of mindset of limitations. We see so many people you know, when we talk about mindset of limitations, mindset of abundance, we see everybody starts from zero in their business growth. How do I get a deal? How do I get a second deal? How do I get a third deal? Do you think that limits people when they start approaching it from, I just got to gotta start at the bottom? Or, I mean, do you look at it from maybe starting at the top or, or working your way in somewhere else? Yeah, I think it does. The way that I that we approach things and I approach things is to tell people, you know, figure out what that ultimate goal is. And we're not talking about money. We look at it from, uh, you know, everyone talks about what's your why. So, and it can never be about the money. So you figure out what you want to accomplish, whether it be send your kids to college, you know, go on more trips and you work backwards and you figure out what those monetary amounts are. But a lot of people will say, set your goals, but set them so that if you don't hit them, you don't feel bad about yourself. I forget that. I say shoot for the moon and you set your goals really high. Therefore, you build your systems to attain that. And that because if you said to your systems to do 100,000 in production, you hit 100,000, your systems crash. So set them for 10 million and, and that way your system. So I refer to that as failing my way to success. So, you know, as I set my goals every year, um, I, you know, if I don't hit them, I just roll them over to the next year. And again, that goes back to the mindset you know, even though I don't hit them, I'm not down on myself. I just got to know that I got to keep working. So I, I do think that's important um, when, when people are doing that. I love it. It's, it's like, the, you know, the four minute mile. Everybody was saying nobody could ever run a four minute mile until Roger Bannister ran it. And then everybody was running a four minute mile at right, that point. Right. What if they said, oh, you can't run a three and a half minute mile. A four minute mile would have been nothing. Right. Someone will do it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I, I love that. Set your goals high and your systems to achieve that high goal. Another key point for Win Nation there. Well, and, and, and I also go a step further that I, I tell them to figure out not what their revenue is currently, but what they want it to be. And then anything 
under that, break it down per hour. Anything other than that, I tell them to delegate out to someone else so they can focus on those money generating activities or spending time with those who they, uh, their loved ones. And in doing so, that's what I found how you grow. So spending your time on the highest dollar return activities possible in your business. Yep. yep. Excellent. How do you how do you stay motivated each day, Shane? Let's go back to the alarm goes off. How do you how do you motivate yourself from that point? Um, that I'll be honest and say that my alarm goes off super early, so that's not always the easiest to do. But um, I know that I've got not only my family but other people and myself that are depending on me daily. So alarm goes off. I've got a morning routine. Um, I get up, you know, get a move around for a little bit. I pop in some headphones, uh, listen to a Bible verse or, you know, something in a Bible study. From there, I'll jump onto a podcast or listen to a book or something of some motivation. Um, and then maybe return a few emails in between. I've got a half a dozen or so businesses that I manage. So I'll fire back those, you know, to all the department heads, if you will. And then usually hit the gym by five, five thirty. Um, I feel that if I do that regularly, my day's good, no matter what happens, I can handle conflict pretty easy. I don't get worked up too easy, um, which I think uh, kind of annoys people a lot because I stay pretty calm. And then I have a very similar type routine when I get home. I try to be home by five or six to be home with the kids, go to different events. My son plays hockey. That sucks up life during the winter. I don't deal with negativity on social media. I don't follow the news. I really don't pay attention to the political. I mean, I know it's happening, but I don't really get down in the weeds of the political aspect. And I just focus, I have like tunnel vision, if you will, on what I want to accomplish. And in doing so, I'm able to keep myself motivated. I love it. The focus, the intensity, the, uh, you know, the, the rise and in, in grind, if you will. Uh, that, that's amazing. What is the key piece of advice you would give other agents in our space? You know, you have a whole bunch of agents and a whole bunch of offices there. Somebody walks in your office, sits down, says, Shane, what advice do you have for me? What, what key piece of advice do you have that you would share with them? I usually start with, if, if we like say they're already here, you know, they're licensed, I, one step at a time. We figure out what your goal is and we do it one step at a time. I think that everyone tries to chase, chase that new uh, shiny object. They get overwhelmed, they quit and they shut down. You focus on one step at a time, get that set up, do the next one, one step at a time. Real estate, and I think business in general, is very simplistic in nature. And is if you do those little steps that add up daily, um, you get big results. You know, it's the Darren Hardy compound effect. It, it's it's relevant in anything. And um, like I said, they focus on too many, they get overwhelmed. So that I found doing that and they put into application, it's all worked out really well. You know, we talked a little bit about your morning routine. Yeah. A question that I ask everybody that's on the show, Shane, how do you define starting your day with a win? I personally, you know, going through what I went through, um, going through, you know, we all have trials and tribulations with family. If I'm able to wake up every day with those that my family, my wife, and they're around me, no matter what happens no matter money business whatever i consider that a win my wife stuck with me through a time that would have ripped people apart so i that to me is a win wow i love that so the support the love 
that your uh, Absolutely. your wife provides. One last thing, Shane, uh, your favorite quote. G- give me a hard hitting one. Give me one that I you know. You-, you know what? It's it's a silly one, but um, I use "Don't stoop to stupid" a lot. <laughs> We've not had that one. I love it. Don't stoop to stupid. Yep. I just again don't don't engage in that negativity. That's that that, is that's stupid. Awesome. Yeah. It's so profound when you think about it. Don't stoop to stupid. Win Nation, write that one down. I love that. So, Shane, thank you so much for being with us today. I know our audience got a lot out of this. Where can people find you on social media and learn more about what you do? Um, I've got my my uh, main page is uh, just Shane Therese, uh, business consultant, or Re- uh, Shane Therese Remax, Road to 20 Million. Any of those sites will get you there. Thanks for being on Start With a Win, Shane. Um, we appreciate all that you do, and thank you for starting with a win. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to Start With a Win. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to go on to iTunes and subscribe, write a review, or rate the show. It helps us get the word out and reach more people. You can follow Adam on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And remember, start with a win. <laughs> <laughs>